Every team, every topic, everywhere, this is Believe. Hello and welcome to Girl on Fire podcast on the Believe Network, New York's number one podcast network for personal growth. Welcome to a special episode of Girl on Fire, where we talk all things life and business so you can reach your next level. I'm honored to be your personal development and high performance coach today with this episode. And as many of you know, I've spent about the last 10 years, you know, really studying human behavior, right? The psychology of high performers, dealing with executives and all that they face, writing, coaching, training, right? All at the top levels. And really being able to uncover, discover, know about these topics such as motivation, focus, productivity, confidence, overcoming fears, leadership, and just so much more, right? Inspired by my own personal journey, I wanted to help you, my audience, to experience a high vibrational, highly productive life filled with love and joy, where you and your business are completely limitless. And I don't teach just what worked for me. Um, Some of you guys know my story, but I don't teach just what worked for me, but what's been working for hundreds of my clients over the past decade. And, And that's what I'm super psyched about being here to do today, right? We're kicking life up a notch, right? If you're, if you like today's episode, you know, share it, post it, tag me uh, at Kirsten Franklin. And I would love to hear your comments or read them, I guess. <laughs> and, you know, see your feedback and be able to give you a shout out and stay connected with you uh, outside of obviously the podcast. And if you want to go to another level in your personal development, right in your life this month, be sure to join me live every week in my coaching program. Just visit the link below or go to www.csthrive.com. That's www.csthrive.com forward slash coaching365. That's just the number coaching365 to get signed up. It is a monthly subscription. And in there, I teach a brand new personal development session every single week live. All right. So literally for less than your monthly Starbucks bill, you can have your own high level coach, right? And change the trajectory of your life and business. It really doesn't get much better than that. I know that, you know, by now expert guidance, real consistency, networking, accountability, and, you know, having that inspiring community are critical to your growth. So this is your chance to work with me live every week and just get it all. So just go to the link and register to join. And I look forward to seeing you guys in there. And without further ado, let's get on with this week's episode. All right, guys, on this week's episode, we are going to talk about productivity. I know, I know. We've been talking a lot about productivity, but we're going to talk about a million different aspects of it because there is a lot going on there right? We've talked about, I believe, morning routines, evening routines. I'd have to look that up. I know that last week we talked about how I shave off time, right? Meaning I do uh, some of the pre-made meal kit things with my daughter, how I look to the ultimate end goal, right? What is the ultimate end goal that I'm trying to reach as to why I might pay more money for something or do something? I talked about the time value of money, right? The fact that I will hire people to clean my house, do my laundry, do the grocery shopping. Why? Because if I can make $3,000 in that same hour, why wouldn't I pay 50 bucks, a hundred bucks to have someone else do it, right? You know, if we look at that, I'm making $2,900, right? 
but also not just monetarily. I want to get away from the idea of just money, 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 money. Um, I pay more money for that, that, you know, the meal kit, right. That we talked about, uh, last week, every plate, because it brings my daughter and I together tonight, right now I'm recording this. It's Monday night and we don't have our meal kit. It doesn't come until tomorrow. So we literally look at each other and go, what are we going to do? Right. So we're going to go order seamless and have dinner, but you know, there's better, healthier things out there and every plate is one of them. And so on this week's episode, I want to talk to you about other ways in which I utilize my time and leverage other people's time. Okay. And, and I'm going to talk about this now from the business perspective. So I know that we had talked about, you know, the fact that every plate and how that brings me closer to my goal of being, you know, part of the family and doing all this stuff, but let's talk about business. Okay. We're always hearing about streamlining systems, processes, da, 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 da. And a lot of times it doesn't necessarily click right away for me. I'm a systems person. I'm a Virgo. I like my things in a certain order and do a certain thing. So I'm all about that. And yet, even for me, from a business perspective, it didn't quite click. The building of the system clicked. I got it. Like they have to have a, you do this, you do that, you do that, you do that. But I didn't get the bigger picture of it. And I also always saw myself as having to do it. You know, there's theories out there, which are great. You know, if you're a mom and pop startup, this is you, that you should do it first before you hire it out. I don't have that theory. I had to learn my way out of that because in my opinion, many times it can hold you back. Now, if you don't have the financial backing to go hire people, yes, do it yourself. Absolutely. Right? But if you do, sometimes you have to struggle too in order to get yourself over the mindset about how much money you actually have and can actually spend and where to hire that out. You know, for instance, in one of my companies, we had an initial budget of 500, but because we had one, one or two months where we didn't actually spend it, we actually built that budget up and it ended up creating a $600 budget per month for the next nine to 12 months, right? And so we actually had an extra $100 that we could spend and still be within our absolute budget because we had, I think, an extra, you know, $1,000 or or $1,500 that we didn't, you know, have initially um, just because when we started the company, we knew that $500 a month was going to be put towards it. We didn't use it for the first two to three months. And so by the time we were ready to trigger in month four, while we had built the map and the plan, we actually had extra money. Now we didn't spend it. We still executed per plan. After we executed for a while, we looked at that and said, okay, what else can we do? And that's when we added something on, but we added it within the budget, right? Now, part of this budget has to get spent on cold callers. And initially the CEO, I'm not the CEO of my own company. (laughs) I'm just a a buy-in party here um, and coaching it obviously. But initially the CEO was apprehensive, you know, in their head, it was a big expense, all this stuff. But in the end, if we are buying 200 leads a month, Uh, or, you know, contacts, 
we can only reach 23 of them and no one is connecting to the other 170, whatever, well, we're wasting time and money. And we are buying 200 leads a month uh, or, you know, contacts. We can only reach 23 of them and no one is connecting to the other 170, whatever. Well, we're wasting time and money. And if my CEO is not a cold caller, not willing to make the calls, not wanting to make the calls because they know that they're not going to do the best because it's just not in them, right? Now we can sit around and play mind games and get them in it, get them over any fears. That's not a big deal. It's not a problem. I do it every day, you know, with people. But if there's a faster, easier solution, why not use that? So our faster, easier solution is to hire cold callers who already have worked in this field, but aren't so in it that they think they know best, who are coachable, who we can hand them a script and tweak it along the way with them, right? So the job gets done and build in incentives based on that individual's person, personality, desires, so that they feel incentivized and motivated to make those calls. That it's not just that you're paying me this much an hour, da, 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 made the call, made the call, made the call. No, right? Not only do they have buy-in from getting a commission, but what else do they want that will incentivize them? You know, do they want a paid vacation? Do they want, what do they want? Do they want a Louis bag? I don't know, right? Sometimes it's not the the money thing. Maybe they want the paid vacation because they want to spend time with their family. Maybe they just want us to send them like a nice dinner. Like, I don't know, right? Like, but we will find out because that's how we do with employees. Um, And so, you know, it was a big mental shift to one, get this CEO in a place where they were okay to hire someone even though they really hadn't done the job yet themselves, right? And to know that it's not their strength. The other area the CEO doesn't have strength is tech. So, you know, we have this whole setup and it's a lot of tech stuff. You know, I haven't gone in, I don't know what it looks like, but, you know, it's hard. And so if it's not going to be super simple, but we know that it's a super interface, like she knows that it's it's super simple. Everybody tells her it's simple. It's just not her, her field right, of expertise. That's cool. So what else do we have to hire? We have to hire a VA that understands a lot of tech. So we're, we're looking at computer science backgrounds that really like to geek out on this stuff. Where your weakness is, is somebody's strength. Where you get blah in the head and can't focus because it's too mundane or it's too whatever for you, it's someone else's dream to geek out and actually get paid to do it, right? And so we look for those things in hiring. And then the other thing, I actually use two sites a lot to hire. I use a site called Freelancer, which not a lot of people know about. I believe the founders are out in Australia or New Zealand, but it's not too different from Upwork. I like Freelancer a little bit better. It's a better interface. It's more kind of IME, like instant messaging versus going through their weird, you know, platform of messages for Upwork. The other thing I like about that is there's just more people on there that I feel are more driven to get the job done that work with you. So freelancer, if you go there, it's just F-R-E-E-L-A-N-C-E-R. And I have a code for you guys. If you guys want to use that, you get, I think you get like a $20 discount. It's just girl on fire freelancer, right? So I have a bit.ly link and it's just the bit.ly forward slash girl on fire freelancer, 
or freelancer.com forward slash get forward slash thrive tribe. Right. But I'll put those links down below because you can get $20 off and you might think $20 is not a lot, but on freelancer, it actually is since the average person there is probably anywhere between five and $8 an hour, US dollars. So if you're over in the UK, it's even cheaper, but it's a really good platform to find people, you know, around the globe that are willing to work for, you know, lower prices, especially here in the States when our average minimum wage is anywhere between 15 to $20 an hour for that same value that they bring, you could be paying half the price or even less. Right. And for me, that's important. You know, for me, that's important. If it's different, if I'm going to get some massive value that I wouldn't get elsewhere, right. If we're writing articles and, or, you know, doing other things, obviously I'm not going to be using them. The other platform that I tend to like to use, I tend to use them more for like artsy kind of projects. Uh, Like my audio editor I got from, from there is Fiverr. So again, it's just a bit.ly link, bit.ly forward slash girl on fire, Fiverr. And that's with two R's and they'll actually give you up to a hundred dollars off your, your order, your first order. And it's actually, they'll give you 20% a, a discount, but up to like a hundred dollars, right? Um, which on Fiverr can buy you a lot. So it's a really big, big, big discount. But these are two platforms I use all the time. And of course, you know, Fiverr is one thing you don't have to put up a job. You can, but you can just message directly when you find people, which I love. You don't have to go through this whole rigmarole of having a job, having a job approved, having all these people bombard you with, with you know, resumes. You can literally just reach out directly. On Freelancer, you can do the same thing, only you can't hire them unless you have a job. Uh, and that just takes you posting. And of course, there's a whole method to how to post a job to get the best results, which I can go over with you in another episode. But again, I'm just to talk about the best things to do and to where to start and to kind of rethink the mentality of you're not there yet. Oh, hiring people is for like big time people or whatever. No. In fact, I wouldn't start a company without a VA ever just because I know there's pieces I will never get right. I will mess up even copy and paste jobs. I know that sounds ridiculous, but I will mess them up because it will be so mundane and boring in my head that I can't do it, right? But somebody else out there in the universe is super psyched to get paid $5 an hour to just copy, paste, copy, paste, copy, paste for a couple hours for you all day long, right? It's, it's, it's crazy. It's awesome. Again, if you're not like a tech person, there's tech people out there. If you're not a visual arts kind of person to create, you know, posts or things like that, there's people out there and they love it. They love what they do. And they're super happy living in their element that they can get paid to do the work that they love. And that's how you should wake up every day too. Like you should wake up super psyched that you are getting paid to do the thing you love that lights you up. Right. And so, you know, I definitely believe that what you do, you should be passionate about. I don't believe that you should follow every single one of your passions. I am very passionate about every type of pizza. I have eaten it. I love it. I love pizza. Um, but I would not start a pizza company, right? It's just, it's not something I would do. I would not become a pizza chef. I mean, I might do that for fun, but again, I don't really cook. I don't really take that kind of time. <laughs> maybe, maybe one day, but it's not something I'm passionate about. I'm passionate to eat your awesomely made pizza, but I'm not passionate about, about making it right? I'm not passionate about the restaurant business, so I wouldn't be opening up even a a chain or anything like that, right? Um, 
but you know, somebody else out there is, and I get to pay them for their fabulous pizza that they're passionate about making. But, you know, figure out what parts of the work excite you, what parts of the work you can always do, you know, and then what parts of the work that you despise that you can still do, right? If you could do it well, but you just don't love it, that's okay. But if you hate it and you can't do it well, those are the things you need to hand off first. And those are the things that you start jumping on Fiverr and Freelancer and all those sites to find. And yes, again, you have to slow down to speed up, meaning you have to slow down, find the right way to hire people, find the right way to interview people, find the right way to onboard people so that you can speed up. Because once you have that system down, now you can hire and fire and fire and fire and hire and fire and hire and hire and hire, hire. you know, like it's, it's easy once you get it down. But you have to slow down, go through the pain of learning it, go through the pain of implementing it and getting it wrong half the time, okay? And Or learning from your mistakes, whatever they might be, and then just getting it done. And that's, you know, this is the part that nobody likes to hear about. You know, I was just talking about this to somebody uh, a few minutes ago, talking about somebody who did a Facebook ad and they literally made, I want to say $10 million in six months, Okay. Awesome, right? Oh my God, like I'm going to totally use their Facebook guy. Well, what wasn't told was the cost and the ramp up time to find that singular ad, to create that singular ad, to test that singular ad until they found it and got it, right? There's probably over, you know, a thousand ads tested. In fact, I think there was like at least a hundred that were tested between images and copy and landing and all of that stuff until they found the one that really, really did well. And then they threw all their money and time and effort into that one that they knew was going to produce a result, but it took all that testing, right? And so what if an ad didn't work faster, you know, the better and just move on, right? And tweak it and do the stuff. And so it's the same thing in this process. It's the part that nobody loves because it's not fun. If you look at it in a cert- from a certain mind- mindset, you might think you're just a big failure. If you look at it from another mindset, you're just like, oh, okay, great, faster to the win, right? Because that's all you're looking for. We're all going to be wrong. We're all going to fail. We're all going to lose. We're all going to be like, I wish I had done it differently. But in the end, as long as you learned, you were able to leverage that learning, not just learn it to know it, but learn it to actually, you know, do something with it. You're good. And I know it doesn't feel like that when you're like, oh my God, but I just want to make money. Oh my God, but it just has to get done. Oh my God, why wasn't it done like last year? It's taking so long, right? But that's what I'm talking about. It's And I go through this all the time. I'm definitely somebody who the second it pops in my head, I wish it was already created and done. Definitely one of those people. Um, But I've learned like actually the slower I take it on the front end, not just to be slow, but like to actually figure it out, the faster it actually comes. Um, Something I've been doing like in marketing, right? I have been talking about marketing, talking about marketing, really didn't commit last year, decided I was going to commit in March of this year and then COVID happened. And for some reason I played this whole mental game and like ended up making my clients millions and millions of dollars while I sat here and was like, oh, maybe I'll do this. Maybe I'll do that. And then this really weird thing where I invested in a whole bunch of random, you know, marketing efforts without a written plan. Yes, that's right. I thought you heard me right. I didn't do what I preach. Everything else always written. And for some reason, and for some reason, decided I didn't need to. I don't know. All of a sudden, I was smarter than myself or something. But of course, it all failed. And right here I am. What is this? Like how many months later? Seven, eight months later. And I finally, literally today, 
wrote out the marketing plan and realized I had everything wrong because now that I wrote it down, I realized what I was doing wrong and I'm already banging it out. I jumped on freelancer, already have interviews all set up this week for the exact people and places that I need them to do the exact thing I know I need them for now, right? Not some random VA post. Hey, random VA post for a coaching company. I hope you have all these skills. No, very, very specific, very specific about article writing, post making, all of it. But now it's all done. So now all I have to do is literally plug in the players to the pieces. And I know that that's a a test too. I have to hire them, let them do something, see the results, like it or not like it, move on to the next. So I actually, I'm going to be hiring two or three at a time, just because that's within my budget. I can do that. I'm going to hire them at a time. I'm going to let them know that I'm hiring all three of them at a time. I'm going to let them all do the same thing on different pieces, see who does the best and just keep the one who does the best, right? That simple. And no, I don't have a problem leaving two others out that might need money, that might need the work, that might need whatever. No, not at all. I'm not doing anything not upfront by not not telling them, right? I'm telling them all. I am looking at three of you. You're all getting this test run. Whoever produces the best results will get the job. That's it. What are the job parameters? Well, it has to be written in in English. Uh, in an exciting manner, like, you know, engaging and all that stuff. And I'll give them parameters and that's it. You know, I'm not promising. I'm not lying. I'm not doing anything. So no, I don't feel guilty. Okay. What I would feel guilty about is if I hired the wrong people, kept them for the wrong reasons, only to make myself broke so that I couldn't help anybody else in the future because I'd be too busy broke myself. All right. My coaching company is just me and three people. And so it's not at the place where we can just run around and do whatever we feel like, right? It's not there yet. It's not at the place where we can hire the people that struggle and help educate them along the way. We don't have that kind of time right now. Will we? Maybe, right? Because my next step is to bring on people who want to learn coaching because they're going to be coaching under my model, right? But that's it. I definitely wanted to talk to you guys about how to frame that and how to find that and the mental switch you have to get over because there is this idea that you have to be at a certain place to hire, that you should have a certain system in place already and all of the stuff. And yeah, it's easier to hire when you have a system in place and you can teach it and it can just flow easily. But like I said, I hire a VA when I start any company. Why? Because I know I'm not going to know how to do any of it and I'm not going to get the little pieces right. I'm just not going to get them correct. I'm not going to look over my emails the second time. I'm not going to do all that stuff. And even if I do, I'll still get it wrong because that's just who I am, right? 46 years deep, that's who I am. I know that's the stuff I get wrong. Can I work on it and get it right? Sure, but is that really the best value of my time spent? Like it's not, not at this point in time. Not when I have a solution, right? And so that VA does not get hired thinking that there's some system in place. I literally would say we're building the system together. So I hope you know how to do this, this, and this, because we're going to figure it out on the way, on the way up. Right. I have the, even for this podcast, my podcast manager, she knows I know nothing. I know nothing people about podcasting period. Um, and she's, we're, we're working through it all together, right? How to post, how to do this. What are we doing? What's the, why are we, we only just started emailing out the podcast. Like, why didn't even think about this? Right. Why? Because I didn't have a written plan. But what do I have now, people? Oh, yeah. The written plan. I literally did it all and everything today. <laughs> but it's there. It's done. And so now 
and it had to take that time. Like I couldn't know what to do, what not to do. Right. I could do all the research. I knew that we could email the people. I knew that we could post about it. We've been posting about it, but I really didn't know what to put in the email. Like, do, is it the same thing? Is it different? Like, oh, like, you know, but now we have it. Now we, we have at least something we think we have that we're going to follow consistently and see the results. And then we're going to learn how we can tweak it to make it different and better. Right. And what does different and better mean for a podcast? It means more listeners who subscribe. Right. That's it. And who listen consistently. Right. So that would be subscribed. So that's it. Um, but just wanted to really get that piece out to you on all about shaving this time off, getting your time back. Because as you guys know, I went from a 16 hour day to a four hour day. Right. And it went from four hour day, five days a week to not even five days a week. And now I'm, of course, back. I'm back doing a lot more since I'm writing and I'm doing this podcast and I'm doing a whole bunch of other stuff. But it's all very intentional. And I was just, you know, these are the ways in which you can get these things off your plate and done for you, right? Or done with you, I think is a better way to put that. Because when people say done for you, they think they're just going to hand it off and someone's going to miraculously be this angel sent from above with all of the answers. And it doesn't work like that. You have to guide them. You have to be patient on the mistakes, knowing that a large majority of the time, the mistakes come from you, not them. You know, I know... Andrea, who's going to be listening to this podcast because she's my podcast manager, is going to laugh because it happens to us all the time. I'll be like, hey, what about this? And they'll be like, oh, yeah, I didn't do that. Right? It's usually coming from me. And that's cool. As long as everybody's cool, you know, and, and patient on, on both sides, it's, it's good. So anyway, again, Girl on Fire Fiverr, that's two R's, uh, just a bit.ly, HTTP, colon, forward slash forward slash bit dot ly forward slash girl on fire fiber or uh the other one is freelancer so bit dot ly forward slash girl on fire freelancer that's f-r-e-e-l-a-n-c-e-r those are the two sites that i've been using a lot lately to hire people i'm really digging freelancer just because it's just direct it's just direct and it's so much easier to get stuff done, but you do have to post a job there on Fiverr. You could actually just look out for them. I haven't used Fiverr for VA type stuff yet. I've, I found again, like my audio editors, video editors, really simple things. If you really want something basic, like a logo design or a special font made, definitely a place that you can go. A lot of stuff out there, a lot of writers, like in the sense of like article writers or things like that. So more of like the artsy, but that's not necessarily what they're just good at, like websites, all that stuff. They've been pretty good at like finding place people for a lot, 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 lot less money. I found my affiliate marketing guy there who understands ClickBank. So that's been really cool. I found him on, on Fiverr. So again, those other kind of things are there. I don't know that I would have found them on Freelancer. I did try um, and I really didn't find anybody well-versed in ClickBank on Freelancer. So I feel like more Fiverr for that kind of stuff. But that's it, guys. Talking again about productivity, how to shave your time off, how to get your time back. And again, it's about outsourcing. It's about hiring. It's about, you know, where can you do it and why? Don't ever forget why you're doing it. If you're doing it, just to do it because you heard it's a step wrong, right? If you're not doing it because you heard it's supposed to be a step first, maybe check it out, you know? Um, you know, vet who you're listening to, make sure that they've done it before you and, and know what they're talking about. And that doesn't mean you can't test stuff too, but also don't, don't kind of go so far off the cart <laughs> that like so far off the map that you're just never going to get to the X because somebody's done it before you. 
There's nothing that we're really doing here unless you're on a super new, you know, train. Um, but even then the parts of that train are done before. Like I'm working with a startup where there's pieces that have been done before, but it in and of itself has never been thought of before. Right. So we'll see how that goes, but there's parts to it that have been. So it's really fun and interesting. Anyway, that's it guys. That's it for this week. And just want to remind you that if you like this episode, please feel free to share it. If you want, you can take a, a screenshot on your phone, post it, and uh, tag me in it. Just at Kirsten Franklin or at Thrive Tribe 3.14159. It's just the first couple numbers to pie um, on Instagram and Kirsten Franklin and LinkedIn. I am very heavily on LinkedIn. So if you are on LinkedIn, come find me there. Feel free to connect with me. Let me know where you're coming from. Follow my corporate page for sure uh, on LinkedIn because we post a lot of stuff there as well. All free, all information that's good. And you can always find me um, on my website, right? csthrive.com. You can email us. And if you have any questions, again, you can message me direct on all the social media platforms. While there might be a VA that goes through it, I actually look through all of that stuff myself. If you're going to spend your most valuable resource time to message me, I'm going to spend mine to at least read your message. Okay, guys? Um, I handle it all myself in that regard. Uh, but my my assistants are definitely in there. But if it's super fun and awesome, they will forward it to me to make sure it gets brought to my attention earlier. Um, but that's it. Have a great rest of the week. And I wish you all a happy and productive week. So that is it for this week. Thank you for joining me. And I hope that you enjoyed today's show. If so, don't forget to rate it. If you guys have a pressing question, feel free to tweet me at CS Thrive uh, or on Instagram at Thrive Tribe 3.14159. Again, I know that's a weird one. It's just pie. So it's three, it's Thrive underscore Tribe underscore. 3.14159. Or of course, you can join me in Facebook at my free group, which is Thrive Tribe Global. If you just search groups and you enter in Thrive Tribe Global, you should see us there um, and you can join it for free. Uh, I answer your questions in there. But if you guys send me a question through there, I will be sure to answer it here on this podcast. And as always, if you're ever interested in advertising on the show, please contact the Believe Network at Believe, B-L-E-A-V, at Believe.com. Thanks so much for joining me. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube.